You're listening to Two Oceans Vibe Radio. This is Nadia Hearn, and today we have a special guest. We're speaking to Andrew Springgate, and um, he's from a company called PayMate, a leading technology and financial gateway service company that works with e-commerce payments, collections, as well as mobile commerce. Welcome, Andrew. Thanks very much for your Yes. Um, so today we want to talk about um, Debbie Check and what it means to South African businesses. So just before we get into our topic and tell our listeners what that is all about, would you mind just uh, doing a quick introduction as it is your um, first time here on the flip side with us? Who's Andrew Springgate as the CEO of Paymates? And also tell us a little bit more about Paymates and the service that you guys offer. Great. Okay. Well, um, as you've correctly said, I'm Andrew Springgate and uh, for my sins in life, I'm the CEO of the business. Um, Nadia, we are a payments gateway, um, ostensibly a merchant facing gateway. Um, and, and when I say merchant facing, our focus is on merchants as opposed to consumers. Um, those merchants would talk to their clients being the consumer and we offer payment solutions in the collections, um, online and mobile payment space. Um, we've been around since 2001, so we have quite a bit of a track record. Um, we're operational in South Africa, um, Namibia and Botswana. Um, and um, yeah, we're in a very exciting space at the moment um, where payments as we know it are changing so rapidly um, and moving away from traditionally cash-based to digitization. And we're trying to take advantage of that. Absolutely. And by doing so, you're also supporting our economy and South African businesses in terms of how they can actually stay ahead of the times to change how they do business. So, um, yes, a great space to be in, Andrew, indeed. So let's have a little look at, thanks for that introduction, let's have a look at what's happening. So as far as I understand, it's, it's since the 1st of November, South Africa became the first country in the world to implement a debit order system that requires banks to request electronic authorization directly from their clients. And this is called Debbie Check. So it was instituted by the South African Reserve Bank and the Payments Association of South Africa, PASA, in response to an increase in, in, in fraudulent debit orders, which I can completely understand. So perhaps, I mean, there's a lot of detail around Debbie Check that could be quite confusing. Um, some of the things that I've noticed here is that um, 48 million debit orders are processed monthly across all, in across all industries. So that's over 8 billion rand in terms of revenue. So Andrew, I think there's a lot of implications for businesses, especially those that work 
on debit collecting um, in terms of um, how they receive their payments. So today I'm hoping we can have a chat and look at what this means to our local business owners and businesses. So could you maybe just give us a little bit more background on Debbie Check, if there's anything that you feel um, our listeners still may need to know in terms of understanding what it's all about, and then we can maybe proceed in terms of how it affects their businesses and what we can do about it. Great. Okay. Um, yeah, as you correctly said, there's about 50 million debit orders that get run in this country on a monthly basis. Um, and that equates to approximately 80 to 85 billion rands worth of revenue monthly. So it's a very material component to business in South Africa. Um, what, what, what happens is that um, there's a number of debit orders um, that make up that uh, 50 odd million. There's your NATO debit order, which is just a, um, a short name for a non-authenticated debit order. There's a vanilla debit order. Um, which is your more traditional debit order. And the relevance of that statement is that these debit orders run at different times. So in the national payment system, when a salary credit is made to an account, it's made in the early hours of the morning. Now, obviously, with the credit strain and the credit crunch that's taking place in this country, um, the merchant who has a debit, uh, a debit agreement with a customer wants to get access to the money as fast as possible. If there are limited funds, by definition, those funds will go to the debit order system or solution that hits the bank account first. So these are prioritized. And today, the Edo stream, which comprises a NADO and an ADO transaction versus the normal vanilla debit order system, gets preference. So they get access to the money. If there's limited cash available, whoever processes a debit order at a later date or a later time, um, will not have access to those funds. The problem is that the scoundrels out there took advantage of the ability to debit a debtor's account without the proper authority, and there was fraudulent transaction, transactions happening at a rapid rate. Um, on top of that, um, debtors soon became aware that they could reverse and dispute a debit order, um, uh, in particular a NATO debit order, and then once that dispute took place, they could get an immediate uh, reversal of the transaction, thereby getting the money back into their account. So there was a twofold problem here. There was fraudulent transactions happening from rogue merchants, and there was cash flow management happening from the debtor. And that debtor was saying, crikey, this month I actually need a little bit of cash. Let me just reverse my debit order. And the way the system worked, the bank would get a request from his customer and that customer would say this merchant had no authority to debit and immediately the reversal would take place. So there was pressure in the system, pressure by consumers to the banks, pressure by the Reserve Bank from consumers, and they had to come up with something else. So the Reserve Bank, along with PASA and, and industry, came up with a solution which requires a pre-authorization before the debit can be processed against your account. And that, that then resulted in the birth of Debbie Check. Fantastic. I think that's a really good explanation. And I can only imagine the havoc <laughs> that has <laughs> been <laughs> carrying on. Um, 
And I know one of our clients actually run a large call center and they rely on debits. And because of small amounts that were able to be reversed all of a sudden, it really caused a lot of, um, a lot of pain for that business because people would commit to things. And just like you say, I need a few extra bucks um, this month and just, you know, reverse those payments. Um, so there's obviously the consumer side and the business side um, or the user side and the business side, whichever way. Um, so Andrew, maybe we can look at um, how businesses need to navigate around a debit check and what your, what your tips would be for business owners in South Africa. Great. Um, okay, so, so when, a, when a merchant or a business um, has an agreement with his customer and the, that agreement is to debit his, um, the customer's bank account on a monthly basis, the first thing that's required is a mandate. And that mandate ostensibly gives the necessary merchant or business the authority to process a debit against his account on a monthly basis. Now, that requires a, a written mandate. That mandate needs to be recorded um, as evidence that you have that necessary authority. But ostensibly what happens is it's the agreement between the debtor and the business or the merchant. And once that agreement is in place, that, that agreement is typically passed, typically through a payments gateway to the bank. And then the bank will then process on our instruction the debit on a monthly basis. Consumers were saying, but hold on a second here. Um, how come you, Mr. Bank, don't play a role in authorizing who takes money out my account? So the bank came up, as I mentioned earlier, with a product called DebiCheck, which says we will get this pre-authorization. Now, the, the implication on the merchant is, is, is quite significant because there are now a whole lot of new fields um, plus a whole lot of new costs that are going to arise. Those fields have to be completed to give the bank the necessary contact details, the necessary um, ammunition to be able to get hold of the debtor to say, this particular business has an instruction, this instruction has been processed and is now in our possession, and we are now asking you to authorize, to pre-authorize this before we run the debit at the end of the month. Now, you can imagine that now entails quite a lot of um, com complexity because the bank gets an instruction from the business, which is ostensibly a mandate, looks at the mandate and then has to get hold of the debtor within a certain period of time and say to the debtor on a once-off basis, please authorize this transaction. Now, if you don't have the right contact details, if whatever the amount is perhaps different to what you agreed with the debtor, the debtor has or the customer has the ability to say, well, A, I never received an instruction asking me to authorize. Alternatively, the detail in the instruction that I'm getting does not reconcile back to what I agreed with the business and the whole system can collapse. So there's a huge education process, both for merchants and businesses, as well as for consumers as to how this process is going to work. And um, how do you advise for businesses to get um, more educated on this, on how to navigate? All right. So, so the, the industry at large, in my opinion, 
has been a little tardy in terms of education and and um, it's only now really starting to ramp up in terms of educating everybody and I think now if you go onto your bank's website you will get a fairly detailed explanation as to what DebiCheck is. Um, the organizations like ourselves which are payment gateways we make our services available to any merchant of any size and we will then educate that merchant in, in terms of how to do an integration um, what is required in terms of consumer detail what the best transaction types are to use mm -hmm. and then how the process works from a to z mm -hmm. um, and and we do that on a, on a on a free of charge basis so um yeah, we would welcome anybody contacting us, as I'm sure my competitors would as well. I'm sure. Andrew, I think maybe it is a topic we can revisit in terms of, um, you know, as a small, a small business or a, a new business and look at different ways of actually unpacking as to what, what payment methods and procedures they have to put in place in order to, to deal with it. And maybe that's a conversation for another day. I really thank you for your tips and insights. I think there's so much more on this topic that um, we may we need to come back to because um, as you as I can clearly hear, it is, um, you know, it is quite broad and it, it applies differently um, to different businesses as well. Um, so, Andrew, would you like to share your contact details for our listeners that would like to get in touch with you on social we'll media? Um, Nadia, if I may, just, just um, before I share those contact details, if I could just highlight the fact that time is of the essence here. Mm. Um, Debit orders, NADA early debit orders, which are the norm at the moment. Um, there will be no new NADA debit orders taking place from the 1st of May of this year. So if you haven't got a debit check infrastructure in place by that date, your business will be severely compromised. And I think therein lies, lies a big problem. Mm -hmm. um, just going back to your question, yes, we, we are Paymate. Um, you can contact us on the web, www.paymate, and that's P-A-Y-M, and then the number 8.co.za. Um, if you drop us a mail there, we will get hold of you. Alternatively, Johannesburg telephone number 011-564-2460. 011-564-2460. Perfect. Thank you again. I hope you're going to enjoy the rest of your week. And yeah, I'm hoping that we'll have you back on the flip side soon. It'll be great. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks, Andrew. Cheers.